I know how important it is to engage students in writing and to do so in a way that is non-threatening and actually quite enjoyable. I have personally loved coming up with ways to disguise writing and want to share some of those ideas with you. I am going to paint the picture of how to get each routine up and running along with providing a sampler set for you to give each one of these a try. I want to support those of you who are wrapping up your school years or have a little bit of extra time to try something new, or maybe those of you who might be teaching summer school and could use some engaging writing routines to kick off that additional teaching time with your students. Or maybe at the time that you're tuning in, you are beginning your school year or in the middle of your school year because these routines can be used all year long. They are not monthly. They are not seasonal. They are not used for a specific time of year. You could really get them up and running at any time. So I'm going to touch on six different ideas or writing routines to disguise writing across a three-week span of episodes. Episodes 134. 135, and 136 will each share two creative writing ideas that can be implemented in 10 minutes or less. Before we dive in, I do want to go ahead and leave the link where you can grab your collection sampler pack. That link is theliteracydive.com slash sampler, and that is S-A-M-P-L-E-R. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here today. I am in the second episode of a little mini three-part series that is talking about ways that we can just disguise writing by way of actually learning writing routines that you can get up and implemented in a matter of minutes within your classroom. Now, if you missed last week's, I would encourage you to go back because if you download the collection sampler pack, which you can find at theliteracydive.com slash sampler, it is going to have those two routines that I talked about in there. Now, while you have the lesson plan and you can definitely read through it and definitely implement it, I do kind of go into some other helpful tips and ways that you can be able to continue this work in your classroom. So listen to episode 134 if you have not listened to that yet. I will share with you that the two routines I talked about last week were picture this and building words. So definitely check out episode 134 to learn more about those two routines that are in your sampler pack. But today we are going to be going into two more ideas that you could be able to use in your classroom to disguise writing And just to make this enjoyable and to get your students giggling and laughing and exploring writing in a different way. I'm going to stick with the same flow that I did last week, which is sharing the routine name, the purpose, the suggested time, and then going into a simple introduction and general tips that you can use to get it started. 
I'm going to talk about ways to support students if they need a little bit of extra love and care when it comes to these routines, but also ways to extend it if you need a challenge or if you have additional time. And then I might touch on some elements of that exemplar, which basically offers you an example that you can be able to use so you don't have to come up with all of this on your own because I get it. (laughs) A lot of teachers are like, writing is hard. It's hard to teach and I don't even enjoy it myself. So I've done all the work for you. All you have to do is follow that example page. So I am ready to get into the routines of the day. So this is going to be the first routine of this episode, but number three that is going to be in your sampler pack. The first routine I am sharing today is called Quick Write, and this routine comes from collection three of the Daily Writing Disguise collections. The purpose of this routine is going to be focusing on free writing with an emphasis on enhancing clarity and developing speed when writing to a very general topic. For this, students have complete and total free choice in the genre that they want to write about. The suggested time for this is five to seven minutes. This is one routine that I always keep very, very quick, hence the name Quick Write. It's going to be quick. So five to seven minutes is what I would allot for this routine. And the introduction can sound like this. We are going to do a routine called Quick Write. And the idea here is that you will quickly write the first thing that comes to your mind when seeing the image and the word. You will be able to choose how you respond and get your initial ideas onto paper. You will only have five minutes to write. You may not finish and that's completely okay. Just stay focused and write as much as you can until the time is up. So if you use that type of introduction, it's going to take the pressure off of them feeling like they have to finish because really what we're wanting them to do is to come up with a genre to write on when they're given a word or a picture. And so this is going to be very creative. I love doing this one because students are going to choose from a variety of different options to showcase their beautiful writing. So basic tips for this one is just encourage your students to do their best and to remind them that they may not finish and that is okay. That is why it is quick. It is not designed necessarily for them to finish. So just continue reminding them of that. And also on the slide that you have in your pack, there is a section that's called need ideas. And so you could also remind them that if they can't Think of something when they see that picture or when they see that word, they can be able to use one of those ideas that you are providing for them to choose from, and they can be able to get their writing in that way. So those are just a couple of tips for that routine. Now, if you have students who are in need of support, again, if you are tuning into this episode as the first one of this three-part series then there is going to be that exemplar that I provide for you. So you could definitely use that as a whole group just to help them to understand what that expectation is. And then they can have a try to do it on their own. But other ways that you can support your students are to decide on the genre for your students to write about. And that's going to help narrow their focus. Now, even though you're giving them the genre, It does remove that ultimate, you get to choose whatever you want to write about, but some students get overwhelmed when they have too many options. So if you do need to provide support, just go ahead and give them one or maybe two genres and then tell them what to write on, and that can help to narrow their focus. You could also choose a set number of words or a set number of sentences for students to have as their goal. 
So instead of them thinking that they just have to write and write and write, you can just say, I want you to write 10 words. I want you to write three sentences, and that will give them something to work toward. You can also provide your students with simple sentence stems to get them writing on topic. So because they're going to have the same picture, if you want to, you can go ahead and tell them. The picture that you have on yours is hot dog, so maybe you want to start it off with like, I like hot dogs because, or the way to cook a hot dog is, or I once ate a hot dog when. So you could give them a couple of sentence starters that can help them to use that and then continue their stories or their different ways to write, but that is just a way that you can support them. And then to extend this, you can challenge students to write to as many different genres as they can. So if they are given that word, they could write a narrative, they could write a poem, they could write their opinion about it, they can draw it and describe it with adjectives, they can create a diagram and label the different parts of it. So you would just want to encourage them to write as many different genres about that one word as possible, maybe giving them a bigger sheet of paper or the larger construction paper, and just let them have at it. You could also have students research more information about the image shown and create a poster that shares fun and interesting facts that they learned about that topic. You could have them make a list of other words that would fall into that same category as that image. So they're now having to categorize and then think about what else would be grouped in that same category. Or you could have them think about a book that includes that image and they can just write a summary about it. So there are many ways that you can be able to extend from this one activity, which is why I say writing is so much fun. Okay, so if your students tend to enjoy this one, and this is one that I've heard teachers say that their students love, there are ways that you can keep this one going. So again, the quick writes are a part of the collection number three. So if you want some more that are already done for you, collection three is the way to go. But you also have this in your collection sampler pack. So if you're using it, you would simply duplicate the slide. And then from duplicating that slide, you could easily change the image and change some of the idea, the topic ideas of what they could write about. And then you could continue the work. Have your students submit pictures or words. You find them and create those opportunities. So this routine is called Quick Write. This next routine that I'm going to share is found in collection number four of the Daily Writing Disguise, and it is called Emoji Memories. I love this routine, and the purpose of it is going to be focusing on narrative writing. Students are going to write a personal account that is going to connect directly to the emoji emotion of their choice. Yes, they get choices. So the suggested time for this one is going to be eight to 10 minutes. You definitely want to give them enough time to think about the different emotions that are displayed and then to think about a personal narrative and then to write out that moment in detail. The introduction for this routine, Emoji Memories, can sound like this. Each day, we feel a range of emotions based on situations we're in, people we interact with, or events that occur. I am going to show you four emojis, and I want you to think about a story or a memory that you can share where you experience that feeling. Be sure to explain your story, giving important details. So that is going to be how you would start this routine, 
And then you would follow all the steps to click and watch the different emojis and the word labels appear because what we know is that when we see an emoji, we're like, what emotion is that? So you definitely will have the emotion that is going to be listed beside the emoji as well. And so for this one, I like to do a very similar way to see what they want to do, kind of like we did with Picture This, which is once they've looked at the four different options, they would give me a thumbs up when they have that emotion in their minds and they're ready to write. That way you can just scan the room and ensure that they are indeed ready. And then once you see that they're ready to go, you're going to set your timer for eight to 10 minutes and you're going to let them begin writing their story. Just like all of the routines that I'm going to share and that I've created, you definitely want to incorporate share time. And so I am giving you a share time guide that you could be able to look at, choose from, and make sure that we are celebrating the hard work that your students are doing. So some basic tips for this are just to, you know, give them enough time, talk about the different emotions. You could even share about the emotions yourself to kind of help them with understanding what those mean. You could also have them acting out those facial expressions just to kind of get them in the understanding of what it is they are supposed to do. On the slide that you have, the four emojis are present and the words below it are surprised, bored, sad, and cheerful. So that's going to kind of give them some good and negative emotions because we're not always happy all the time and that is okay. So you are going to encourage them to select one of those emotions and then they are going to write a personal narrative about it. If you have students who need support with this, outside of using your exemplar as like the first line of defense, you could eliminate the choices and select one emotion for students to write about. So you could just show them the one about the surprise face and say, write about a time you were surprised. You could just tell them, write about a time that you were sad or cheerful or bored. What they're coming up with is still going to vary, but you can kind of help take away that decision-making for them if they need that support. You could also let students share about their story aloud to a friend before they're writing it. Because I know that sometimes when students start writing, it's like, I don't have anything to write about. But if they are talking about it, they can tell that story beautifully. So you could pair your students up and have them share a little bit about what their personal account is connected to the emoji they chose. And then they get to go and write that plus a little bit more. You could also actually just mention anything from the suggested topics and ideas list for generating a story. And what that is, is on the back of your exemplar page, the second page of the lesson plan, I actually give you suggested topics and ideas. So for like instance, for being surprised, you could just rattle these off and start allowing them to think about them and be like, oh, yes, 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 I can write about that. So for surprised, it is having a surprise party, getting a new toy, someone comes to visit, going on a special trip, getting a new pet, making a good grade, seeing or doing something amazing. For being bored, I have rainy days, a trip gets canceled, homework, a movie or a TV show, there's no one to play with, you finished a task quickly, going somewhere that you don't want to go. Being sad, you broke or lost a toy, a friendship ended. You lost a pet or a family member. You have just hurt feelings. You have an injury. Maybe you missed a party or you moved to a new place. And for cheerful, playing with a friend, the weekend events that happened, having no school, having fun at school, a favorite holiday, getting something special or receiving good news. 
So you could just simply say those different ideas and hope that one of your students is going to end up catching a memory saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember when something happened. So that is there for you to reference if your students need support. And then to extend it, because this is one of my favorite things to do, you could let students make a list of synonyms for each emotion listed on the slide. So instead of saying sad, they might write down the word unhappy or sorrowful or down or gloom or mournful, melancholy, blue, dismal, things like that. So you could easily have them create a list of synonyms, and that's going to be really great because anytime they are using that word in future writing, they can now pull from another bank of words that they have that are going to be more spicy and just really, really interesting to hear when they're actually reading their stories aloud. You could also have students include multiple emoji emotions in their story. So maybe you encourage them, I want you to pick two of the emotions, or I want you to pick three of those emotions or emojis to be able to create your story. So now you're having them think about maybe the beginning or middle and end of a day where our emotions change throughout the day based on different situations. You could also challenge students to write a fictional story that includes all four emotions. So now that can bring in different characters or two characters having two different sets of emotions. And then you could also have students choose a character in a book that experienced one of those emotions that that emoji is displaying. And you can have students explain what actually caused it. So these are the two routines of today, quick write and emoji memories. And again, I would love to know which one you are most excited about or that you think your students would really enjoy. So let me know, send me a DM on Instagram at The Literacy Dive and let's talk about it. And also let me celebrate you once you implement it and your students have produced some incredible writing. Just to remind you, if you have not grabbed it yet, there is a collection sampler pack waiting for you. You can get it from the link in my show notes, or you can go to theliteracydive.com slash sampler, S-A-M-P-L-E-R, to grab that collection of six routines that I am walking you through and giving you everything that you need for it. If you have not listened to the previous episode, it's a similar structure to this one, so go back one episode and listen to those first two that I shared, and next week, I'm going to have two final routines that I am going to share for you, but I'm not going to give you a spoiler this week like I did with last week's, but if you have that collection sampler pack, you know exactly the two routines I'm going to cover next week, so I hope you will join me back on Monday to hear about those two final routines in your collection sampler pack. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.